Okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf nun dalid. Daf nun dalid in Ervin. Yesterday at the end of the page, we discussed that Bruria met a Talmud who was learning quietly. And she admonished him. He says, that's not the way to learn. When you learn and you talk, say it out loud, you'll remember it better. If it's uh, ordered and put into all your avarim, it's in your mouth, in your stomach, you talk it out, then it will stay, it'll be guarded, and you'll, your learning will be successful. <clears throat> the fourth line on Daf Nundal and Ralph, where we're up to now. Tana Tamanachad Hayul Rablezer. Rablezer, says Rablezer when Yaakov had a Talmud Shahayashon of Alachash, he learned quietly. After three years, Shachach Tamudo, he forgot everything. He just sort of like read it. He didn't really uh, internalize it, let's say. Tana Tamanachad Hayul Rablezer, this is according to Mepharshim, this is the same Talmud. He was Chay of Death. For an Avera, maybe the Avera was the same Talmud, in other words, that he hadn't learned out loud. Amra Nichola, they said, let him be, right? The angel said, let him be, Adam Gadol Shemesh, because he served a great person. In other words, uh, it's hard to understand why he was Chayef Srefer for that. Maybe it wasn't taken seriously. Amra Shmuel Rav Yehuda. We find many times throughout Shas, Rav Yehuda, this is the Amora, Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Amra Rav Yehuda, Shmuel, Amra Yehuda, Shmuel, we always have that. And Shmuel, so Rav Yudah was a Talmud of Shmuel, and he said, uh, so Shmuel said to him, Shinana, sharp, sharp, sharp one, like he called him a sharp student. Psach Pumecha Kari, open your mouth and read the Torah. Psach Pumecha Tani, and open your mouth and learn the Mishnah. And it's open your mouth, say it out loud. Kechit Deskaimbach, so that it should uh, stay with you, it'll remain with you. Viturecha Chaye, and your life will be extended, right? Turech, Turech means like Harichas Yom, Harichas a long life. It is a life for those who find it. And it is a healing for his entire flesh. In other words, for his whole body. This is a Pusik in Mishle. Uh, the Pusik, yeah. The Pusik says, that's Lashon, not Mirpa, Marpe. Um, it is a, a healing for his whole body. I'll take don't say for those who find it, the ones who say it out, it comes out of their mouth. If they say it out loud, then it will be a, uh, an elix, elixir of life for, their, for themselves. It's Chaim heat for the ones who say it out loud. Amalei Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda, again, shared another thing that he said to his uh, student and his uh, Yehuda. When you get a chance, if, you have, if you're able to, if you have money, eat and drink. The Almudah is because this world that we're going to leave, we're all going to leave this world eventually. It's like a wedding feast. In other words, it's here today, gone tomorrow. So if you have money now, enjoy yourself. doesn't mean to go wild, but it means enjoy yourself. There's no point in being a miser and saving it for the next generation because uh, this, is, this is your chance. You're here today, gone tomorrow. My son, if you've got, use it. If you've got, enjoy it. Because... Uh, there is no enjoyment in the grave, and death doesn't necessarily get delayed. Sometimes death grabs us suddenly. So, <clears throat> so if you have something, enjoy it today. Don't say, I'm going to save it for tomorrow. I'll leave for my son food, sustenance, or the money to buy the food. Maybe I'll leave it for my children. Who's going to tell you when you're in the grave whether... They used it properly, or whether he lost it all, right? They leave it for the kid. Guy built up the business, left it to the son, and the son, you know, 
ran it into the ground, as they say. B'nai Adam Domela Asfeya said, people are like uh, blades of grass. Halolu notsin, some, uh, some blossom. In other words, uh, when they get older, even if you're not around, they'll, have, they'll find a way to make a living. They'll find a way to exist. But halolu notsin, others wither. No, that's, that's how life is. Some wither away, they die. And, uh, and that's, you know, they go away. And the other ones come up. And you don't have to worry about all the future generations, you know. Today they worry, how is your great-grandchildren going to make a living in Lakewood? You know, they have to support everybody. No, it doesn't have to work that way. They'll find a way to support themselves. Enjoy yourself while you can. These are Eitzos. If you're on the road and you have nobody joining you, you have no accompaniment, Yasim to learn Torah, Shenema, the Pasuk says, Ki levoya, ki livyas chen heim, the Pesach is in uh, Mishlei Aleph. Ki livyas heim l'roshecha. It is an accompaniment of grace for your head. V'anokum l'gagorosecha. So first we're dashing the first few words in the Pesach. Ki livyas heim. It is the Torah is an accompaniment of grace for you. He's uh, dashing those four words. Chash brosho. So not, num, number one, if you don't have anybody with you, learn Torah. That'll be your accompaniment. Chash brosho. If you have a headache, yes, also learn Torah Shnemar. The Pasuk goes on, It is an accompaniment of grace for your head, so it'll help your head. If you have a, a, sore, a sore throat, also, And it's like a necklace around your neck, around your throat. So it's also, so the Torah is good for that too. In other words, if you have any of these problems, learn Torah. If you have a stomach ailment, Rifus hi lisharecha. Okay, the Pasuk says, uh, later on, Paragimel says, Rifus tihi lisharecha v'shikui latzmosecha. What does that mean? It'll be a healing for your navel, right? Uh, uh, again, chashmeya v'yasek b'toshinem, rifus tihi lisharecha. It'll be a healing for your navel. And that Pasuk goes on, but also if you have bone aches, yasek b'toshinem, also learn Torah, shenemar v'shikui latzmosecha, and it'll be like marrow for your bones. So, it helps all these parts of the body. And chash b'chol gufo, also if you're sick, if your whole body feels weak, like we mentioned before. It is a healing for the entire body. So Torah is good for any of these ailments. See how God is not like a regular human being. If a person, a doctor, gives some medicine, uh, when they weren't as sophisticated as they are today to target various parts of the body, but even today, there are side effects. Why? Because why are there side effects? Because it's meant to deal with one problem, but it causes another problem, right? It means it maybe deal with the main part problem, but you might have a side effect because uh, the, because it just it can't target that exact problem. So uh, if a person gives a certain medicine, it'll be good for one person, bad for another person. Why? Because it's good. This person, it, it, uh, it's good for the eyes and bad for the stomach or whatever. Rashi gives an example that it's uh, it's good for the heart, bad for the eyes or whatever, or vice versa. Not when it comes to God's healing. It's an elixir of life for the whole body. That's what it does to the whole body. It is a healing. It's it's a cure for the whole body. Amrav Ami Maidosiv says Kinoim. Pasik says Kinoim Kitishmaim Bitnacha. It is pleasant when you guard them in your belly. 
Yikonu yachtabal svasecha. It will be set. It will be set together on your lips. What does it mean? Amos I divrei Torah. Name. When are the when are the words of Torah pleasant? Bisman shetishmer decha. When you guard them in your belly, meaning you've got them contained. They're not about to. You know. They're 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 strong. When, when can you tell that they're guarded in your belly? When they're clearly come out of your mouth, when you can arrange them and you, and you speak clearly and without a gimgum or quietly or whispering or mixing up, if you say the Torah clearly, that's a sign that you've got it under control in yourself. Happiness is to the man with the answer of his mouth. Something good in its time, how good is that? What does that mean? When is a person happy? When he can answer the question properly, right? He knows that they ask him a question, he knows how to answer it. That's when he has a simcha. Look at the whole puzzle. When does a person have enjoyment from the answer of his mouth? When he knows how to answer the right questions at the right time when they ask him a question. We just had that in itself. This this thing, the Torah, is very close to you in your mouth. So in your mouth and in your heart to do it. In other words, when it's in, when it, when you have it in your body throughout your whole body and very near to you, that's that's uh, that's a sign that it's there. When is it near to you? So when it comes out of your mouth clearly and it's in your heart. In other words, then you've got it conquered. You've got it. Uh, you've got it firmly uh, under control. Rav Amar Mehocha, Tavas Libo Nasatelo. You gave him the desire of his heart. And the utterance of his mouth, you didn't hold back from him. What does that mean? Emesai Libo Tavas Libo Nasatelo. When did you give him the the desire of his heart? When you didn't hold back the utterance of his heart, meaning of his lips, meaning that when he knows how to speak it clearly. And he's got it under control. Then Hashem rewards mankind and gives him his uh, his desires. Rashi says, "If you've given him das, he can understand. He can speak it very clearly. Then Hashem listens to him." Rava asks it a question. He says, "Rami, Rami says, it says you give him the desire of his heart." You didn't hold back the utterance of his lips. What does that mean? Is it you give him the desire of his heart immediately? Or, or he has to ask for it, the utterance of his lips. Says Zacha, if he merited Tavis Liban Asatalo. If he merits it, then before he even asks for it, just what Hashem what he desires. Hashem knows what he desires, Hashem gives it to him. Lo Zacha, if he didn't merit it automatically, then When he asks for it though, he gets it then. He gets it only after he he he, uh, he asks for it. But he, he wasn't Zoha to get it uh, 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 before that. Okay. Um these three words, whether you use lanetzach, sela, and voed, ain lo It never stops forever. In other words, it's forever and ever. We understand that we say laolam voed, voed. We when you use the word laolam, laolam means forever, right? Uh, I like the word. Always say that um, you know, in, in English, you say a person gets a life sentence in jail for his life. In Hebrew, it's called Ma'asar Olam, right? Ma'asar Olam, what does that mean? You know, like forever, you know, forever. I guess the extent of his life is forever. But Olam, we understand, is meaning forever. Here he's telling you that even if you find the words without Olam, it also means forever. It means forever. Netzach, Netzach means forever, right? Uh, what, what, what do they say? Sukkah Netzach, where we have that word in, in modern Hebrew, right? Netzach, or something that's, that's forever, right? It's, uh, you buy something that'll supposedly last forever, right? Um, 
Sela, the word Sela, and Vayad also mean, means that. You know, they say a lifetime guarantee. Whenever they, somebody gives me a lifetime guarantee, I say, whose lifetime? Yours or mine, right? It's uh, very simple. The company goes out of business, then it, that's their, their lifetime. Ain lo hefsek elomis. So we say these three words always means that it'll last forever. Netzach tosiv ki olam or I will never, I won't uh, argue forever. V'lo netzach and I won't uh, be angry forever. So you see that la'olam and netzach are using the same in the same verses to say just poetically, I won't uh, I won't contend with you forever and I won't get angry forever. So since la'olam means forever, so does la netzach. So sela, um, I'm sorry, I said kilolam arav la netzach ekzo period. So you see that Netzach is the same as Olam forever. We say that in the uh, one of the one of the um, So he says Ad Olam is next to the word Sela. So you see also Sela means forever. And So any of those three words Netzach Selva means forever. Another thing that he taught him. Again, many times it's brought down because of the because uh, the. The person saying, you know, saying, bringing another member that that person said. Now you see, uh, we don't usually skip over these words, simon, anokim, lechayav, luchos, ruchos. These are simonim, mnemonics that help us to remember the Gemara and when it was learned orally. So we'll talk about that also later. Amra Blazer, Amra Blazer. Uh, we mentioned that pasuk before in Mishlei. It'll be like a necklace around your neck. If you make yourself like a necklace, which is very uh, soft, loose. It's loose around the neck. Usually a necklace is loose around the neck. Sometimes you see it, sometimes you don't. If you pick up your beard or whatever, you pick up your, fa- your head, then you see it. Most of the time it's not seen. In other words, if you make yourself humble, that you don't do it outwardly so much, like a necklace, which isn't seen all the time, under your uh, beard or under your uh, triple chin. So, then uh, you will be successful. Your learning will stay with you. It will keep with you. If you're, if you're uh, arrogant about it and always want to show it off, you won't be successful. Amr Blazer, Siv, Lechayov Karugas Habosam, or Lechayov Karugas Habosam, his, his um, cheeks are like a, a bed of spices. It makes him on a Matsumakarugazu. If a person makes himself like a bed, like a, like a row of spices, a Kodashim, everybody can trot on it. Ukubosam Zet, or like these spices, like these perfumes, Shakomis Basmimba, that he gives it out to everybody. He teaches Torah to everybody. So everybody is, uh, is uh, perfumed or uh, is made fragrant through his, through his Torah, then then he's successful. In other words, you have to make yourself humble and yet spread Torah. luchos evan. talked about the first luchos were made out of stone. Kevin. If he makes himself, he makes his cheeks like stone. which doesn't wa- doesn't wear away. A stone doesn't wear away. Notice he keeps on teaching and teaching and teaching. He doesn't get tired from the movement of his mouth. He teaches it to others. He's not successful. Engraved on the on the uh, tablets. Had they not been broken, Israel would have never forgotten the Torah because it would have been, so to speak, engraved on their hearts. Uh, that's where the last of Charus that it, it would have been engraved, but. Because, the, because they were broken, we forget the Torah. Nobody would have ruled over us. We would have been free, would have given us uh, freedom forever. Amr of Masna. 
Interesting, he says this Rav Matna, the same letters as Rav Matana, or Rav, maybe his name is Rav Matana, we say Rav Masna. It's the same, and maybe because he's, he, he likes that drush, it refers to his name. From the Midbar to Matana. This is uh, in Balak, we, we said this after, uh, after the, uh, the beautiful words that uh, Bilam quoted, right? Matolach Yisrael. Then after it says, Mibar Matana, Imesim Adam Atzmo Kamidbar. Right, um, I think that's where it is. Right, Mibamatayel, he talks about it over there. Yeah, uh, If a person makes himself like a desert, says everybody trods upon it. Then you have to make yourself like a midbar. If if you made yourself like a midbar, everybody trods upon you. You're humble. Then the Torah will be given to you as a gift, the imlav, and and you'll be successful. Otherwise, not. Rava, Rava Yosef. He had some dispute with Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef was angry at him. Rabbi Yosef was a blind man, and he had taught Torah to many people. And uh, somehow he had anger. Rava Barei, Rabbi Yosef, Barham had angered him. Uh, so Bahadeh, he had some, some business with him, uh, and Rabbi Yosef was upset. Kimatam Ali Kippur, came Arab him Kippur, and he wanted to ask Mechila, Omar Ezel, if I say, I'll go and I'll pacify him. He said, I'll go and pacify him. Now Rabbi Yosef was blind. Ozal, so Rava Breder of Yosef Bahama went to make peace with Rabbi Yosef. He found Rabbi Yosef's servant to Kamazagle Kasa Kasi. He was mixing a cup of wine for him. Remember, wine in those days always was produced undiluted, and they mixed it with several parts of water to wine. Amrle so he told this Rava told the servant, Havli let allow me, I will I will mix it for him. Yavle, and he gave so he let him do it. Mosge. And he, he mixed it himself, and, and Rava gave it to Rabbi Yosef without even saying anything. Kedetame, when he tasted it, Rabbi Yosef tasted it, he said, Omar, Domihai Meziga, this mixture of wine, in other words, this uh, concoction that I just drank, Le Meziga de Rava, Bred of Yosef, Barchama. Rabbi Yosef was blind, but he was well versed in all manners, and he, he could tell the way that was, the wine was prepared, just the, the, just the right amount of water, uh, 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 the mixture was just the right amount of water. Um, to the wine, he could tell that it was the way that Rava did it. Amalei, An- so he says, this sound, this sound, tastes to me like uh, Rava had prepared it. Amalei, Anu, that's me, Taka. Uh, so it was Taka, me, and I came to ask Mechila. Amalei, so Rav Yosef said, don't sit down, Adam Farshali, I cry. I want you to explain this Pasuk to me. I know you know the, the drush of this Pasuk. Ma'ayrach Siv, it says, umimitbar matana, and the Pasuk goes on, umimitbar nachliel, umimitbar bamos, umimitbar hagai. What is, the, what is the meaning of all that? Amalei, the first part is like we already said in the name of Masna. If you make yourself like a midbar, by everybody trods upon it, Torah nitlo, matana will be given to you as a gift. The kibbutz shinil matana, once you have it as a gift, nechalokel, Hashem will give it to you as an inheritance, right? You got it as a gift, nechalokel, or you'll inherit, so to speak, God. Shinemar, umimatana nachliel, the kibbutz shinil once he once uh, Hashem gave it to him as a nachla, as a permanent inheritance, and as a gift can be uh, can be taken back, but not a nachla. Once he gave it to him as a gift, as a nachla, then Olagdula he'll rise up, he'll be great. Shenemar uminachliya bamos, bamos means a high place, right? So he will he will reach gedula in learning. But if he becomes arrogant because Hashem Hashem makes him fall down, Shenemar uminachliya hagai, and from the heights he'll go down to the bale of him choserbo. So that's all of that pasuk in in uh, Bolak. and if he if he uh, does tshuva, 
after being arrogant, he does tshuva. Kadosh Baruch Hu Hashem picks him up again. Shenemah, this is the pasuk in Tilim. Shenemah, Kol Gei Yinasei, or you pasuk in Yeshaya rather. Kol Gei Yinasei, V'chol Gerard said also after Kol Gei Yinasei. Uh, any, any, every valley will be lifted up. So if you're as low as a valley, Hashem will lift you up again. Amar for the Meinach Sivim says, Chayos Chayoshvu Ba, Tavon Bovin Vosche Laani Elokim. Chayos Chayoshvu, your animals or your, your cattle, whatever, Yoshvu uh, Ba, they dwell there. Tavon B'Tavoshcha, they took understanding in your goodness, Laani Elokim. In other words, Tavon B'Tavoshcha, Laani, your goodness to a poor people, Hashem, we will, Tavon, you will understand. You will understand the goodness that you give. What's the lesson? Like your animals will dwell in the Torah. If a person makes himself like a chayazu, he just rips it apart and eats it right away. He soils it first. He drags the animal that he's killed and eats it. Then In other words, if he doesn't want it, it's not looking for being fancy and, and, and fancy foods and, and uh, delicacies. He just wants it right away. In other words, he's, he's humble in his manners. Then he will be miskaim. Another pshat, Rashi's preferred pshat, is that um, he doesn't, as soon as he learns something, he reviews it right away. He takes it, he takes it and he reviews it right away. He doesn't wait and try to grab everything and then he won't understand anything. As soon as you learn something, review it, do chazara and understand it very well. Like a, like a chaya who, who takes something and he goes, goes into it right away without waiting. Then he'll be, he'll be successful in learning. If he does that, Hashem will make a meal for him. Hashem himself will make a meal for him. Is that the word tochen or tavin? What's the gears in your, uh, in your gemaras? Is it tochen or tochen? Probably tochen, you prepared. It looks like tochen b'tavascha. Right? In your goodness, you prepared, uh, God, you, God, prepared, uh, prepared the meal for the poor person. So that's like this, that's it. Tavin didn't make much sense. It's Tachin, Tachin de Maslani Elokim. Amr Avchia, Barabar Meochna, Maida Siv. Pusik says, Notzar Ta'ena, Yochopir, the one who watches, who guards the fig tree, he will eat its fruit. Lamanam Shul Devei Torah Katena, why are the Devei Torah comparable to a fig tree? Ma Ta'ena Zuhur, and I'm at Bez now. Ma Ta'ena Zuhur, Kozman Sha'odam, Memashmesh Ba Motzav Ta'enim. The figs on a tree don't all ripen the same day, they ripen over a period of time. So whenever you go to the tree and you handle it, you can find some more. So just like a, a fig tree, whenever you go to handle it, you could always find more figs. After the very Torah, calls Mancha Adam Hogaba. Whenever you study it, most of the time, you'll always find a new, a new svar. In other words, the more you learn, you'll always find new things. There's always uh, uh, many different faces to the Torah, and you'll always find new the, whenever you study. Omer Shmuel Menachman Pasuk says, Ayelis Avim. Again, this is another Pasuk in Mishle. Ayelis Avim, a, a gazelle who is beloved, the Yalas Chain, and uh, she exudes uh, uh, grace and charm. Uh, re- that refers to the Torah. Why is it compared to a gazelle? My Yalas, just like an Ayelet, a, a gazelle. Rachmatzar, she's got a narrow womb. And therefore, that makes her desirable to her, to her husband, right? To her husband at every time. In other words, because she has a narrow womb, she's always desirable to her husband. After Torah, people who learn Torah, are, it's always dear to them at all times. In other words, even when you learn when you're 110 years old, it's as dear to you as when you learn when you were 10. Like the first time. And it exudes uh, grace. Because it brings grace to those who learn it, right? So it brings grace to those who, who learn the Torah. So number one, you see that it's, it's uh, Chaviv, 
That's the idea. It's called, why compared to Ayelet and the Alaschein that those who learn Torah uh, are 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 graceful. In other words, it brings grace and charm to those who learn Torah. The pasuk goes on, Dadeh Yarvucha, its breasts will uh, will uh, satiate you b'chol at all times. Ba'avasa tishke tamid. Okay, lovenim shal divritar kedar. Why is the divritar compared to a breast? Ma dadzeh calls man shatinik mimashvusa. Every time the child, the baby, feels the uh, breast, motzah b'chalav finds finds milk there. After divritar calls man shalom hoga. But whenever you study it, motzah b'tam, you find good reasons and good svaras in learning. Ba'avasa tishke tamid. The pasuk ends off in love for it. You will be you will go crazy all the time. Like she go on, you'll you'll be you'll nuts kigom. Kagon Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas. We remember find Rabbi Lezer in the Gemara, like we had in Amaral. Stam Rabbi Lezer in the Gemara is Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas. Stam Rabbi Lezer in the Mishnah is Rabbi Lezer ben Shemua. So this is the same Rabbi Lezer apparently we had before. Kagon Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas. Amru Lavo Rabbi Lezer ben Pedas. In other words, he would go nuts. The Torah would drive him so crazy, he'd be so uh, like crazy in love with it that he didn't even realize what was going on. Amru Lavo Rabbi Lezer ben Shayoshi Vosik Batar Vishuk. He was sitting in, to- in the shuk in the market learning Torah, hatachn in the lower market, Shalzipori in, si- in the town. Visadino motel b'shukali, and he forgot that his his coat was uh, was in the upper market. He forgot all about his coat. He was so busy learning Shalzipori. Amar Vitzel Belazar Pam Achas bought him nutlo litva. A person once came to take that to steal the coat. The coat was sitting there unguarded. Umatzav and there was a poisonous snake on the. In in the uh, in the uh, coat, so to speak, guarding it. Now, as he was so busy learning, Hashem sent the snake to uh, guard his coat because he was mine was so busy. That's the idea. Rashi says that uh, because of loving of the just like uh, the 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 uh, the gazelle is loved by its mate. The same way um, people who learn Torah are so crazy about it that you make yourself crazy like a child. You know, you'll run away from everything just to learn halacha. That's how the love for Torah should be. Tana debei Ravanan Sonos. Those who w- ride the donkeys, schoros, schoros are white ones, yoshve al-midin, they sit on, in judgment, behoche al-derech, and they go on the road, sicho, you should speak. What does that mean? Rochve, right? Rochve asonos, elu tamenechacham shemalchem Again, we're talking about learning Torah and how you should learn it and how you keep it. Uh, that's what this whole daf is about. So the tamenechacham who go from city to city to learn Torah, they go to hear various lectures, Umdinam uh, from state to state, Lulma Torah. So these people, Tzoros, why are they called Tzoros? Like they ride, so to speak, on donkeys uh, from place to place. Tzoros uh, that are white, because they make the Torah clear. Those who learn Torah explain it, and it's very clear, clear like the clear like the daylight, like high noon. Yoshvayalmidin, they they sit in judgment. since they learn Torah, they know how to judge properly. Emes Lamito, the proper, truthful. Uh, the truthful uh, judgment. Vahoche, elu bali mikra, right? Um, and the what, what are these? The ones who go. These are the people who learn Torah. Al derech on the road, elu bali mishnah. The ones who learn mishnayis, sichu elu bali talmud. The ones who should speak are the ones who learn Torah. Shakosi chosin divrei Torah. All they're learning is divrei Torah. The ones who really learn, those are the ones who, are, who learn Gemara. They are the ones who really learn, and they should speak. Amar Rav Shizbi, Mishum of Lozav Razai. Matzah Pasuk says. Lo yachroch remia tzido. Now, what does that mean? The simple translation is uh, the the uh, he will not roast the remia tzido, the one the, the catch of the seat. In other words, when he catches something deceitfully, he won't get a chance to roast it. What does that mean? Lo yichle v'yarech yam and tzayd haramoy. The um, the tzayd means the hunter 
who doesn't t- do, do it carefully, but he just grabs it quickly and runs, he will not live in that Yerach Yamim. And the, 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 the Nimsho is for, Rashi says, uh, a person who learns a lot, but he doesn't review it. He just grabs it and runs. Uh, he's, he's a, he captures it as a, um, as a deceitful hunter. He will, not, uh, he will not, again, that's the same idea, that if he doesn't spend time learning it and, and reviewing it, he won't be successful. Rav Shesha says, no. Sider Mar Yachruch, is like the other way around. The Pusik is like a question, rhetorical. Will the person who, um, who does it deceitfully, will he not be able to roast his prey? Will he not be successful? And the idea here is too, is that when it comes to learning also, what do you mean he roasts his prey? He grabs it piece by piece and he studies it. He takes it piece by piece. Well, how do you explain that? Kesar Ravim Vim came from Eretz He explained, Omar, Marshall, it's comparable to a side a hunter, should Sotsi Purim, he captures birds. If he just grabs a bunch of birds, while he's getting one, the other ones will fly away. What he should do is, as he grabs each one, he breaks the wings, so then he can't run away, can't fly away. That's the way to do it. In other words, one by one, take it very carefully. He does it in a deceitful manner. He just doesn't capture them and save them for later. He breaks each one so that they won't be able to fly away. Then they'll be guarded. And that's what he means here too. It's a good thing. Not that Yachroch uh, or is bad, but it's a good thing that, that he, should, he should do it in a seedful way. He catches it and breaks it right away and, and analyzes it and takes care of it and makes sure that he has it under his belt before he moves on to other Gemaras. Amarava. Amarava. Midas Lepusk says, Home Hevel Yamai. So what does it mean? Uh, um, wealth will be um, diminished because of uh, vanity, because uh, people are deceitful and they're not careful and, and they cheat. Bakovets al but who once does it by hand, Yarba, he will gain a lot. A person just grabs it and makes it gets it in bundles. In other words, he doesn't do it properly, but he just gets it in bundles. Mismind, he won't learn it. He just, you know, grabs it. It's like if a person it's I don't want to say if you learn the daf and you don't review it, but that's really the truth. If you learn a lot but you don't review it properly, then uh, you know it's it's not gonna stay with you. Vimlav, but if Lav Kovets al Yarba, but if not um, if if you if you do it little by little and you review it and you uh, take put it on your belt then it will stay with you. Amar Rabba Yadu Rabban Milsa the rabbis know this idea that they should review review and view. But Avila they themselves go against it because they learn so much they don't stop to review all the time. Nachman by Yitzchak I know of it I did it the kind I did it that way. In other words I didn't just jump and hop everything around but I I uh, learned it little by little and I reviewed it. And that's how I did it. Look, because we have a chazaki, a chazaki, a chazaki. We review every seven and a half years. That's right, every seven and a half years, right? That's right. Exactly. You should be zochem for many, many years. Tanar Abadim, Ketzit said in Mishnah, how was the Torah Shabbat Peh, how was it given over? We know Torah Shabbat Peh is really, is really, Halachal Moshe Misinai. We had a Rashi one said, Halachal Moshe Misinai, what is that Torah Shabbat Peh? All right? So, how was that given over? Tanar Abadim, said in Mishnah, Moshe, Laman Pira. Moshe obviously learned from Baruch Shalom. Nichnas Aaron, then Aaron came in. B'shana lo Moshe. Pirka, Moshe taught it to him. So Moshe taught what he learned from Hashem. He taught it to Aaron. Nistalik Aaron, Aaron came out. V'yashav l'smol. So he went down and he sat to the left of Moshe. Okay, we'll, we'll see because when a Rebbe walks, uh, you should walk to his left. Unless he's walking with somebody on both sides. Then the chash of a person, the, 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 the two accompaniers, the one who's more chash goes on the right. But if there's nobody else accompanying, you should stay on the left. So he went to the left of Moshe. Nicholas Then Aaron's kids came in, Vashanala and Moshe. And Moshe taught them. 
So now Moshe taught to Aaron and to and to Aaron's kids. Pirka, uh, Pirka, and taught them their portion, and taught them the same thing. Nistalku right? And then his sons went down. Now, nobody was on Moshe's right hand before, so Elazar went on the right. He was Moshe. The Tamar, the other son, the second son, small Aaron, sat on the left of Aaron, because Aaron was immediately to the left of Moshe, and then Tamar sat on the small. Rabbi Yudas says, no, Laolam Aaron Yimin. Once there were people on both sides of Moshe, Aaron has obviously more chashev than his son, so then he went to the Yilim in Moshe. We'll talk about that. Moshe, Aaron, he was first on the left, but now that somebody else was going to accompany him on the left, he went to the right of Moshe. Then this came came in. After Aaron, after his sons came, came in, Shalom Moshe, Moshe Pirkin, Moshe taught them. The Saksem, this came and went down, Nichsu Kolaam, then everybody came, Shalom Moshe, Moshe Pirkin. Nimsu, Biad Aaron Arba, Aaron has learned it four times, right? Because he was there for the direct confrontation with Moshe. Rashi explains that, why did I learn face to face? The Postic says, uh, you should always learn face to face with your Rebbe. So now we have to do it with Zoom, but, you know, however you do it, at least face to face means something, right? So you learn face to face. And Aaron had learned it now four times, right? Um, so, um, so we have here, yeah, Nimtsu biad Aaron Arba, biad Banav Shlosha. His sons had it a third try, three times, once with a, directly only to them, then with the Skanim, then with the rest of the people. Um, and biad Banav Shlosha, biad Skanim Shnaim, Skanim have learned it twice from Moshe. Biad Kolam Echad, and Moshe taught, and everybody heard, at least everybody, the whole B'nai Yisrael heard it at least one time from Moshe. Nistalik Moshe, now Moshe left for Shalom and Aaron. Aaron taught them the same thing. Nistalik Aaron, then Aaron went out and Shalom and Banav. His kids taught it. Nistalik Banav, Shalom's came, then his came and Perkim. Nimsa Biyadakol Abba. Everybody in, in B'nai Israel has learned it now four times, right? Even the, even the regular Hamon Am has learned it once from Moshe, once from Aaron, once from his sons, and once from this Canaan. Mikanor of Lezer, Lezer, so you hear for a Lezer, says from here, Rebbe Lezer says, You have to learn, you have to teach everything at least four times. Teach it four times, okay? So how much? Uh, uh, so according to Rick's Cheshman, uh, Michael, that will give us uh, thirty years, and thirty years we'll cover it four times, right? Okay, I'll tell me that, Abraham, you got to you got to learn it four times. The 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 Kavach Homer and it's Kavach Ma Aram Shalom Moshe Malach Aram learned from Moshe, and Moshe learned from from Hashem. So it's obviously very enhanced and strong. Kach uh, still he learned it four times. So he learned regular commoners like us learn from one another. Obviously you got to learn it four times. How do you know you have to teach him not just four times until the guy understands it? The lambdas bnei Yisrael. We just had this right. Some lambdas bnei Yisrael teach bnei Yisrael. You have to keep teaching it to them. And how do you know until it's sadur b'fim that they know it well? Shenemar sim b'fim put it in their mouths. Menayin shachayev laros lopanim. How do you have to explain it? Also, laros lopanim means to explain it. Rashi brings down another place where we have that. Um, says it says it says here in the first parak here we had shayu omer al tamitar right that I think it was from Rav Meir was able to teach tamitar al tar tamit and he gave reasons for it. Shenemar ve'elam ishpret mashir tosim lifnehem. Give it in front of them. They make it in front of them that they should understand it. Not that you just teach them and tell them, go find it, go find the reason yourself, but you got to explain it to them. The Ligma question, now the question is about that order. Why didn't they just all learn from Moshe? Why did some have to learn from Aaron? Why didn't they all learn from Moshe? Why didn't just Moshe teach it to everybody four times? Because they to give cover for Aaron, Uvano. The Kavalas can give cover for them, but they're also teachers. Veneo, Aaron, Vinigma, Moshe. Why doesn't Aaron come and learn from Moshe? Velai, Lubana, Veligma, Aaron. 
Why did Moshe have to teach uh, each group one time and then Aaron had to do it? Let, our, let Moshe to teach it to Aaron four times and then, uh, then Aaron will teach it to his sons four times. And then, uh, and then the sons will teach it four times to the Skanim, etc. And then they'll teach all B'nai Yisrael. So it's keeping the motion be a Since Moshe learned it directly from Hashem, Mestaya Milsa, it's going to be, it's greater. In other words, everybody needed an opportunity to learn from Moshe where he learned it directly from God. If the B'nai Yisrael only heard it from the Skanim, it wouldn't have been as good. Amramar. Rabbi Yudah Omer Lolam Aaron Moshe Choser. Aaron went back to the right side of Moshe, starting off in the left, when it was only him and Moshe. But then, when his sons came and they accompanied him too, he went to the right of, of Moshe. Kamanos la who does the following go? The Tanya Shloshe Shayim Halchem. There are three people on the road. Harabem so the Rav should be in the middle of Gadol Bimino of this two students. The next person in line, in other words, the next greatest person should be on the right of the Rav. A cut in the smolo, and the uh, the lesser person should be on the left. Since Rav Yudah says that Aaron then went to the right of Moshe and his uh, sons went to the left, the Rabbanan could also hold the vet in general. Now, normally, if a Rav is going out, his next, uh, his highest uh, assistant or his highest Talmud should be on his right, and the next, the lower person should be on the left. But over here, since Aaron already started off on the left and it was only him and Moshe, so it was a tircha for him to get up and then move over to the side, and that's why it was done this way too. But everybody holds to the general idea that when there's a Rebbe and two students, the Rebbe should be in the middle and the greater student on his right and the lesser student on his left. For a Preda, famous story, student, See, there were people who were uh, you know, learning, learning challenged in those days too, students who, were, who, who weren't bright. And um, Rebbeid had to teach him everything 400 times. Begomer, after 400 times, he would understand it. Yumcha, one day, boy lemilsa, boy lemilsa uh, the mitzvah. But ba'yua lemilsa mitzvah. One day, uh, the people had asked Rebbeid to come. He had to come and help with some mitzvah. So tanalei v'lagomer. So that day, Rebbeid taught his student 400 times, and he didn't understand. He still didn't get it. Amalei, Eid the Why? I taught you 400 times. Everything else you understand after 400 times. Why don't you understand this? Amalei, medahi shata the amalei lamar from the time that they told you. You know, a messenger came in and said, you're, you're required to come to this mitzvah, where you're requested to come, we need your presence. I became distracted. In other words, my mind, I was already distracted. You know, when you got something on to take care of later on, your mind is distracted, you're not concentrating. Well, since I know that you're going to leave any minute, you, you have to go to a mitzvah, every moment, Every every moment, I figured hashtakoimar, hashtakoimar. I said, every minute, okay, you're going to leave now. So my mind wasn't concentrated because I know you're about to leave. You know, you got you keep getting a phone call, leave, leave, leave. So my mind was distracted. Amalei, Amalei So Rapreda told the student, okay, listen, pay attention. I'll teach you again. How to He taught him again four hundred times, eight hundred times. He taught Achrini. Taught him another four hundred times, and till the kid understood. Nafka baskal baskal went up. Amalei nichalacha. They prayed to such great schus for teaching this kid eight hundred times. Nichalacha, would you prefer the list of chadal meyashada? Would you like an additional four hundred years of your life? Would you like? Would you like? Would you like? Would you prefer that your life is extended by four hundred years? Oh, the tisku atvadar, or that your you and your entire generation should be should merit lo medasi that you'll get to get a share in the next world. Amr so he replied. Prayed replied. The nisku anavadar lo medasi. I'd rather have. The next world, me and my whole generation, uh, we should be zochet in the next world. What a great person he was. Not only was he a great teacher and he had patience to teach these kids for 400 times, 
But he also, he was probably going to get Olam Abba anyway, but he, he did it for his whole generation, right? He did it for his generation rather than have his own life extended by 40 years. Hashem told the angels, give him both. Because he's such a good guy, he wanted to have his whole generation get Olam Abba, give him, he was, apparently he was talking to both. The way to acquire Torahs with Simonim, you've got to take notes, use mnemonics, like I pointed out on Amalaf, we have it many places throughout Shas, uh, two dots, and then you have a simon. It gives you the simon of other things. That's how they remember things. You make simonim, you make mnemonics, you make other things. Today, you can use computers and make notes and things like that. You'll remember it that way. Put it in their mouths. It's sign, a sign, make a sign, a mark that it will help you to remember. Shama Rav Tachlifa Mimarava. Rav Tachlifa heard this memra that Rav Chisa said. He said in front of Avu, Amar. Ravu answered him, Atum nisla. You learn it from that pasik of what? Of Sima Bafim, like Sima. I learned it from here. Set up markers, signs, right? What is that? Simulacha. Make yourself signs. In other words, I learned from this pasik, right? Make signs for the Torah. How do we know that Siyun makes a mark? Right? At Siyun is also a mark today in modern Hebrew. Use at Siyun. Right? Where do you get that from? That when they saw a bone of a person, they would mark it. They used to make, this is where they started making monuments so that the quantum would know not to go there, not to become Tomei. So when you see a bone of a person, uh, obviously a sizable bone, otherwise, you know, even a small bone, but it could be Mitame Magamasa, but if it's a larger bone, then it can be Mitame Ba'ol also. So, <clears throat> they made a tzim, they made a monument, a marker, any any marker will do to prevent the quantum from going there. So you see a tzim, uh from the Pasuk, and the tzim means a marker, and it also means make markers, make signs, make mnemonics, things that you'll remember, that'll help you remember the learning. And more lechachma achosiat, famous pasuk in Mishlei, say to wisdom, "You are my sister." In other words, I'm close to you. Just like you know your sister, you should know chachma. Umoda lebina tikra, and you should call even a relative. Uh, 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 you should call understanding your relative. In other words, like your sister and your relatives that you know well. That's how close you should be to chachma and bina. Right? What does that mean? Umoda lebina tikra. Call understanding your relative. Asay muda'im the Torah. Make signs for the Torah. Again, the word moda. Where do you find moda also? Like, I think, by Nomi and Ruth. When he says, moda alisha, like they had a relative, right? So here also, asay muda'im the Torah. Make signs for the Torah. Rav Amr, asay moadim the Torah. Make signs. Make yourself a fixed zman. What we call uh, zman kavua. Make, uh, you have, will you kovea itim la Torah, like Rashi says. Kavu itim la tamidchem shiadu eis la volition. So we learn at 520. We have a moed. We have a set time. That's kobei itim latorah. Rav Amar asay moedim latorah. Behindu damar ravdimi. This is what Rav Avdimi Barhamad Bardosa says. Ma'irasiv lo b'shemaimi. Pasuk says we just had a lo b'shemaim. The Torah is not in the heavens. Below me'evaliyami. It's not over the ocean. Lo b'shemaimi. It's not in the heavens. But if it were, shim b'shemaim. It would be in the heavens. Atatzach laalzachrei. You got to go up afterwards. You always have to make make special times. Make the effort. Make signs and make uh, special times to learn. And if it would be up there. You'd have to look at it. Shimba Shemaimi Atatzarach Lal Sachrei Vimevaliyami. If it's over the ocean, Atatzarach Lal Sachrei, you should you should cross the ocean to get it. That's the idea. Rashi says Hada Amrin the Tzarach Litruch Lahamit Simonim Olamet Tachbulos make all kinds of tricks and make Simonic Teiches Kaima Torah Blamdel Hain Rav Dimer. He says you could crush Imbish if it would have been up there. Those are the efforts you have to make. And that's a great effort you have to make to study Torah. It's not enough just to listen. You got to make efforts and review and make notes. 
Rav Amr Lo B'Shemayim means Lo Timsa B'Misha Min B'Gedaito Like Hashemayim. If a person thinks that uh, he understands everything, he thinks I understand everything. Like like the heavens is over the earth. If you think you're there, if you think that's that's how you think of yourself as understanding Torah, no, it won't be successful for you. And you also won't fi- won't be fine. The Torah will say the Torah will not be fine to somebody who thinks he's you know he's like uh, very feels very large, very, very big, that like, like the ocean, like the, uh, the, as big as the ocean, as expansive as the ocean, that's, his, that's how expansive his knowledge is. No, the Torah won't be find by, found by a person like that. The Torah is only found, by, as we learned, by one who is humble and constantly reviews it to make sure that he has it under his belt. Rabbi Elchanan, the Torah will not be found by those who are arrogant. It will not be found It won't be found won't be found among merchants and dealers. What he means over that, uh, people who go from city to city, right? Machser and Be'iros, those are uh, merchants. And Tagrin is Be'ir and Bemkoman, Elinir, Be'inanir, Kedam In other words, it's only not by the people who are out there. You know, the people who are either arrogant or people who are Evelyan, people running around and they're out there and they're visible. No, it's found, Torah is found by people who are humble. They're seen and not seen. They do spread Torah, but they don't... Uh, they're not uh, arrogant about it, and they don't uh, show themselves to be great. All right, tomorrow's daf is daf nun hey from Tanur Abonam, and it's, uh, I'll send out the link later on. It's, it's on the internet, and it'll be on a podcast. And on Sunday, Mertz Hashem, um, on Cholomoy, we learn the same time, and we'll start with the sixth line on nun vav. That's where uh, Shabbos Hashir went up to, Amrav Yudah Marav. We'll start from there on Sunday. Shabbat Shalom, Chag Sameach, Gemar Tov to everybody. Have a, have a good day. 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 Have a